Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. This week, I'll be looking at the new norm of working remotely, how to be productive in yourself, and how to manage your direct when you're not in the office. So let's get on with the show. Well, 2020 has been a year like no other, and I'm sure, like most of us, we'll be happy to see the back of it. One thing that has changed more than most is the workplace and the places that we work. Most office-based knowledge workers have moved away from the 9-to-5 working environment to reduce the COVID infection rate in most countries. Up until very recently, working at home was seen as something that progressive businesses did, or was only reserved for the few, and not a standard across industries and roles. Now, I know not everyone can work remotely, and some management roles are directly involved in the process or the product, so it's not possible for them to always be away from work. But this week, sure, I want to examine how working from home or remotely, as it's better referred to, should happen and how you can manage your directs who are not with you in the workplace. So firstly, let's look at you as a manager and a boss when you're not at work. Well, nothing should stop if you're not at work. That's the basics. As a leader, the team should be well drilled on how to deliver results that you expect from them when you're not stood at the bridge of the ship. You will have given them feedback set them goals as a team, which will allow them to execute without you being sat in your office. Now let's face it, in most modern workplaces, the manager is on calls, they're in meetings most of the day, and although you will walk the walk and get out and see the people most of the time, there will be quite a disconnect from your colleagues who are actually doing the work at a lower level. So the change from you working from home, from a managerial point of view, shouldn't make a massive difference to the way that you're team delivers its results. So most of us now have been given the choice to work from home or unfortunately it's been forced upon us through isolation related to Covid. But what you really need to do first is get some of the basics in place. Now I know some of this is going to sound very very low level but believe me some people don't do these as a common practice. So it's really important that you make sure that you as the manager have done these things And also, if you are going to allow your teammates and team members to work away from home, that they follow these basic rules prior to them working from home. So firstly, make sure your links work on your PC away from the office. So test your VPN link or other secure link is working. And that means sometimes just going up the road and trying to log on through a a mobile link from your phone just to make sure it all works. It's a real basic that when you get away and try to get IT support, it's going to be a struggle. Remember, your IT department's been under a massive amount of stress as well in this remote times because everyone is trying to get away and work from home. Now, even more basic than that, and you're going to laugh when you hear this, take your laptop home every day. The number of people that I see where the laptop is left on the docking station is surprisingly high. I'm not sure why we invest in buying some of these people laptops. We might as well just give them a PC. But if you don't have the tools, then you can't work away from home. And remember, you might not be planning it, but if an emergency comes up and there's a COVID case in your family and you have to isolate, you don't want to be stuck without your equipment. And lastly, in these basic ones is have a deputy lined up. If you are at home and working, that's fine. But if you become ill, then you'll need a person who can step up and cover. 
You should have prepared this anyway, but in this Covid time, it's a good point to start preparing who is going to be your successor, or even someone who can step in in a short term and do the job for you. So now we have the basics of the PC and the connection sorted, and you've got your deputy in place. Let's look what working at home would look like. Well, it sounds like a normal day, because it should be a normal day. Yes, you're at home, but you are working. So, get up, get logged in, at the same time you would usually would. Now, that might mean a bit of a lying for some, because you're not commuting. But make sure your start time is the same as your start time would have been when you got to work. This gives people a consistency that you're online, you're available, and you're ready at the same time. Now, the second point I'd do is make contact with the people you would normally make contact with. So, message the team, ask them how they are, like you would do if you walked into the office. Remember, this point doesn't have to be about work, it's just, how are you, how are things going? The normal chit-chat that you do when you walk into your office. Do the same, but just use the electronic version to make that happen. Skype, My Teams, all those ones are all available and should be used for this contact. The next part is to gather the data. If you have some information that you normally find out when you walk in to the work, then you need to make sure you can gather that data from a remote place. That might mean taking that extra step of setting up an email with information on the night's production or what's happening in the day to come. It may be a phone call that you set up regularly with somebody. Uh, just get the information started to come through to you so that the information you would normally gather is there because you, you are working, so you need the same information as you would normally have. Now keep up with your calendar. Make sure you have your meetings in place and you have the follow-through for that day. So you've got it planned. So just because you're working at home, just make sure that you've got your whole day planned out like it would normally be. Take the breaks. So if you normally have a walk and uh, go to the canteen or a rest area at a certain time of the day, then do that at home. Go get some fresh air. Go into the garden. Remember, you're going to be sat down a lot more when you're working from home. And there's a temptation to just sort of slob out a little bit. So make sure you're on your feet, walking around, get the blood pumping. Have your morning tea at the same time you have your morning tea. And take your lunch break. Make sure you're still having your break at lunch. And if that means you go and take a little bit of exercise, as in go for a jog around the block for half an hour, then that's fine. There's no one judging you to have a break from work. It's a lot of pressure when you're working from home. Now, some of the things that we really do need to remove is those distractions. Now, we all know there'll be more people at home in this current situation. And that means children will be there, partners will be there, pets will be there. They all need to be dealt with in the right way. But still remember... You're working, so be professional. Find somewhere quiet if you can, so that there's less distractions. Because the less you've got, then the less you're going to have somebody barging in on a call or making noise in the background that's going to distract. It's funny at first, I think we've all had a laugh about the child or the dog walking into the shot. But now we're quite a way down here, so we really start to put that professionalism into our working at home. And don't turn on the TV. This will distract you whatever happens and you'll lose your concentration. You wouldn't do it at work, so why would you do it at home? Now let's turn to those electronic communications that we're all getting used to. My team, Zoom, um, Skype, whichever ones you're using. You're going to have more and more electronic meetings than you've ever had before because that's where it's going to be. Even at work, I've put more electronic meetings in so that we're not in the same room just to make sure that we're reducing any risk of the contamination that COVID could bring. If you're on a video call, then make sure you clean your shot up if you're going to be using a, um, a visual. So that means your background, so either put it on blurred or make sure that you're washing up 
and the rest of the ironing is moved out of the way. It just doesn't look professional when you're in a workplace. You wouldn't do it in your office, so why would you do it at home? And make sure you're wearing clothes, at least the top half, that look professional. Now, obviously, you don't have to be dressed up in a suit and tie to be on a Zoom call, but make sure that you're not wearing a vest and a pair of shorts. You know, you've still got an image to present, and in some cases, you're also still the manager of those people. So let's make sure you are professionally dressed when you're on the calls. And also when you look at the audio side of it, if you're meant to be on mute, then be on mute. So there's not that noise in the background. The number of meetings you go on where somebody's got a noise in the background, a kettle boiling, cluttering of, of cutlery, even people talking to the partners or the pets in the background, it's just not right. Put yourself on mute and then check you're on mute. It's very easy on most of the equipment. It flashes telling you you are on mute. And on the other side of it is when you're meant to be off mute, please come off mute. Now, of course, at the start of this pandemic, and we're all getting used to it, the odd not on a mute, on mute was quite amusing. But now, when you ask somebody a question and there's that awful delay, and then they go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm mute, I was on mute. What were you doing? You're not paying attention to the meeting. You wouldn't do it in office. You wouldn't start in an office meeting, start drifting off. Or maybe people would. Maybe there's another cast in that. And I suppose even more basic than that is, right at the start, Make sure the equipment works. Check that all the audio works. Even ring a friend or call a friend at work or a colleague just to make sure everything's working. Because when you do some of those meetings which were with the higher guys, the last thing you want is you miming through a video when your audio doesn't work. So just take that step back. Make sure they all work. So, okay, you set up at home. You have a quiet place with little distractions. And you've got the skills to keep in touch. Not just to find out what's going on from a professional level, but also making contact. So let's work at the other end of the day. Remember to make sure that you can turn that laptop off when it comes to the end of the day. So I would start to work to the point that when you would normally finish work at work, you would normally finish work at home. It's so easy to slip to a seven, eight, nine o'clock finish. This is no good for you or your family's health. Make sure you've got that definite discipline to have a stop to your day because the laptop is so easy to have on your knee whilst you're watching the TV. It's not what you want to be doing. You need to have the break the same as you would do if you were at work. And also if you were commuting, sometimes it's worth doing a start and an end. So why not before the start of the day go for a walk and at the end go for a walk. Therefore you're getting the fresh air. You've got that time that you would normally be sitting in a car or on a train or on a bike to relax. Have the same. It's the same process. It means you can unwind from work mode and when you walk back in the door, you're in home mode. That would make such a massive difference. So how about the other side of the coin? Managing your team from a distance. Well, one thing you should not stop doing is the big management five. You can still do your one-to-ones, your feedback and your coaching, and all the rest using the electronic tools available. So, stick to your diary, planned entries. So make sure if you've got a one-to-one going, you do your one-to-ones. There's no reason to avoid them. And I would make sure you have people have their camera on. I've seen a lot of them slipping away from the cameras, and I just wonder what they're doing when they're not the cameras on. If I were having a one-to-one with someone, I'd expect to see the face, look at the reactions, get the feedback. Also, your daily meetings and your KPI calls. Now, they've moved electronic, so you need to maybe move away from a visual wall chart, if you can't get a camera in that room, and more onto an electronic one. I know there's a big difference in people's views on this. Some people like to uh, write it on a chart, others... They don't mind the electronic one. I think in this time, we're going to have to have it electronic so we can all do a shared document using your Google or your um, Microsoft and use that as a point of reference when you talk through your KPIs for the day. And of course, the overarching is keep it as normal as possible. 
so that if it's truly business as usual for you and your directs, it makes it a lot more easier for everyone to deliver results. One area I have found hard is when working from home is the casual conversations. You know you're away from the office and it can be quite hard because when you pick up a phone to talk to one of your directs or they talk to you, you're straight into the business side of it and you maybe don't have that contact around what they're doing, the hobbies, the, the things that, that, that you'd be talking about normally. And also the go see isn't really practical. So you won't strap a camera to someone and send them around the site as your deputy. So you won't get that real view of your workplace, which again is a problem. Uh, and that's something working from home really is going to struggle to replicate at the minute. I mean, one way I have found is to help this is to skip down a level. So sometimes engaging with wired colleagues who are not your direct is a good way of doing it. And this might look like um, you know how things are going to one of the team leaders using an MI, an email or a phone call. This is not undermining your reports in any way. It's just showing the people further down the chain that you're still working. You're not sat at home with your feet up watching the telly. Well, hopefully you're not. Also, when you're talking about the non-wired population, so people without email access, and there is a lot of people like that. If you remember your shop floor people, you guys who are not going to be hitting emails every day, it's a good idea to think about how do we communicate to them. So could you record a video message to them? And then it can be played on the rest area TVs if you've got them. Should you be writing more um, letters or, or sort of a news sheets so people can understand what's going on? And it doesn't always have to be COVID related. It can also be around the lighthearted things that are happening, the positive news that's coming out from other areas. It just gives those people an idea that they're not isolated. Remember, you're working from home to make sure you don't get COVID and pass it on. They've still got to go to work. How does that feel for them if they're not being communicated of the reasons why and the positive things that are happening and also the next stages of COVID on sites? Remember, we've moved massively from when we first started this from a social distancing point of view to washing hands to allowing less people into the offices to wearing masks constantly, which happens in a lot of workplaces. So they've gone through a heck of a lot of change. So it'd be good for you to reach out, communicate to them, maybe step down levels that you haven't done before. So to wrap it up, Although working remotely is going to change the way we, as managers, act with our directs, but the overarching aims of our business and as managers are going to be the same. It's to keep people safe, it's to deliver a safe customer environment and service your customer, and it's also, and you know what's going to come next, about delivering results. Well, thanks for listening to the Manager Map podcast show on delivering results working remotely. Now it's over to you. You have the background of why it works, you have the context of how it will deliver results for you. You have a step-by-step -step guide on what to do. Now, so if it's you, take action. Start seeing the benefits. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing. Okay, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing. Please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.